0: What's good, everybody? Welcome to an episode of the Ametellica TIS podcast with your host, yours truly, Jai Shields. Hope you all out there are having a great Memorial Day weekend so far, given the circumstances of the coronavirus. Uh, nice to have you in. Um, got a f- items and bits to take care of on what will be a very short episode of the Ametellica TIS podcast. I'm going to touch on uh and give my opinion whether or not I think the NBA and the NHL should resume and finish out their uh, 2019-2020 seasons and if Major League Baseball should indeed have a 2020 season and for the first time since New Year's Eve um you know I've ran out of options for the guests so if you know so uh my last resort is to go to my brother who's been Begging me nonstop to be on the show, so he will join me for the first time in 2020 uh, later on in the program. But to get to and I'm not breaking down the match with Tiger and Phil and Brady and Manning. I'm not interested in that. And if you if you got anything from it, what you got is that Tom Brady stinks as a golfer. He's he's Tom Brady. Okay, he's not God, but anyway, that's not the handle there. Um. So when it comes to the matter of the NBA and the NHL resuming their seasons, here's my take on it. I think that both leagues should finish up and wrap up their season. Um. For for this particular reason. Um. The, the considering considering the fact that their season was what. Two thirds of the way finished, until the until the virus shut everything down. So they they had already played more than half of their regular season, and playoff teams for the most part were already put into place in the and you know the the playoff picture itself was already beginning to take form, and you know so they i mean finish what you started i mean there's certainly i mean if if the t- if the Brady and Manning thing proved it if these little UFC fights that we've been had you know that's happened about The last whatever it might be and the Korean baseball, even though it's in Korea, they've been able to pull that off. And in Europe, they've been able to uh, to resume a bit of the few soccer leagues that's over there. If you've learned anything from that is that sports can be played during this virus. If you do everything right and if you do it correctly, if you again, if you tech, if you take the players temperatures nonstop, if you give if you test them. If you test them once or twice a day, you know, and you basically do your best to keep them from from uh, socializing with, you know, outside their own NBA landscape, you know, outside of their families, teammates and team personnel. If you keep the socialization outside of the quote unquote boundaries to a minimum, you'd be able to you'd be able to pull it off. I mean, you know, you know, and, and keep it now. then things also get, you, you know, I mean. If you practice, it's also the same thing with this. If you practice now, I'm not like now. Don't get me wrong. This virus is serious and needs to be taken seriously. But people, <laughs> but people also got to understand that it's not that it's not like that. You step outside or you basically walk amongst the public. You're gonna come back. You're gonna get the. You're gonna get the coronavirus. You got you. I mean, you got to do a little bit more. Than basically, step outside and breathe in some fresh air, and and touch a couple things in order for you to in order for you to uh, to catch the virus. And even though it it's nothing like, and it's twenty million times worse than the flu or the cold. When it comes to basically having proper hygiene, you you in a way you gotta treat it as if you you basically gotta treat not getting the coronavirus and avoiding getting sick via the coronavirus the way you would avoiding to get sick, you know during cold and flu season. Keep your hands washed. Keep your hand. Keep your fingers out your mouth. You know. Keep your hands out of your mouth. Keep your hands out of your eyes. Hand. Keep your hands washed. Disinfect your phone, your iPad, your desk. You know. You know, uh, disinfects uh, disinfect packages when they come up to your front door, you know, uh, and when you get groceries, uh, disinfect them. You know, j- try to keep all the germs and stuff. You know, you know, to to a minimum. Don't eat, don't eat off the floor. You know, so you want, you know, so it's not, it's it's much more serious than the than the cold and the flu. But you also gotta kind of go about it as if. As if you're trying not to get sick of the regular cold or flu, but is just, just practice, be clean and be hygienic, and don't and don't be a filthy slob. And then when you go in public, you know social, not social, but physical distancing, and uh, you know and 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 have a and have a proper mask on. And again, you know keep your hands clean and washed at all times to keep your hands out of your mouth and out your eyes, try not to share food, try not to drink and eat after people and stuff like that. But, you know, and if these teams and if these organizations do that right, they should not, and if and if they have, hand, now granted it's going to, you know, it's going to look, it's not going to look the greatest knowing that, you know, that, that million dollar athletes have their hat can have their hands on the coronavirus tests, and the regular American can't. But then, it, but you know, like in Maryland, for example, they had. Um, I think tests are available, at uh, you know at you know at your local Walmart or you know at CVS. So it's and it, depend, it also depends on where you live and and the type of governor that you have. But but as as time progresses more and more people will have access. Like if I wanted to, I could you know, tomorrow I could go up to the you know, to the Walmart and get a coronavirus test. So at least if you live in the state of Maryland, it, it won't be so much of an issue. But it also depends on on governmental leadership, you know, local and all that sort of stuff. So I get it it's gonna it's kinda look bad that, you know, million dollar athletes are gonna have hands on the tests and the poor person that lives on the side of the street can't but it's but you know but you also got to keep you know you also got to keep in mind there are people that you know the with you know the the basketball players aren't making money either the hockey players aren't making money The people you know that you know the producer of NBC or ESPN they ain't, they ain't, they're making little to no money because they got nothing because they got nothing to produce nothing to telefo- televise so you, you also excuse mm-hmm. me you, excuse me also as we keep that in mind as well but if the leagues do it right as they should they should have no problems with restarting their season and and those two two leagues two sports i have no issues and i think and i'm a forefront of resuming their season because finish what you started the nba has had a hectic season already with the, with the China Hong Kong stuff to begin the season back in the fall, and then of and then you know and then when the New Year comes in the first you know the first week of of the New Year of the new decade of the month of January, one of the most beloved commissioners in the history of the National Basketball Association, David Stern, passes away, and about three four weeks later, one of the biggest icons next to jordan of the you know of the uh 21st century and kobe bryant and his daughter mind you passes away of course and gets killed in that helicopter crash so they've had a so they've had a they've had they've had a season to fi- a, a memorable season for infamous reasons if you're the National Basketball Association, the least you could do is provide some entertainment and so and some form of normalcy for the American sports fan and provide um and provide avenues and provide content for sports podcasters, from the amateurs like yours truly, to the guys that work at Barstool for Pardon My Take, to radio from, you know, from Dan Patrick to Rich Eisen to to Christopher Mad Dog Russo, my my main man, to to Adam Shine to Patrick Mawah, you know, to the you know, to the morning men with uh, uh, Evan and Babchik. Um, you know, so it could provide the the, the you know, the people that like to talk about sports, whether it's for a living or as a hobby, with 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 the goal of it being a living. Such as George truly provides people like us some content, as well as uh, sports fans, basketball, and just casual sports fans all across America for something to get into and something to watch and something to look forward to while we're, for the most part, still shut in during uh, this quarantine. So, you know, and I and I'd be and I'd be totally into it. I'd watch every game, be on top of it, you know, look at the stats come out, you know, provide me something to talk about for a monologue, you know, during the summertime and there's rumors that's been lying around saying that they could res- that it looks like they could resume um that they could resume uh in the month of uh in the month in the middle of in the middle of July is what is what I've heard. Um, but it, it and the same thing to the NHL, even though I'm not a, even though I'm not a, a, uh, hockey fan per se, it would still provide, um, hockey fans, like prime example, good friend, good friend, good buddy of mine and a friend and frequent guest of the show, Brendan, um, Brendan Dillon, you know, he's, he's a hockey fan. He's a big kick he's a big Capitals fan, you know, give him something, watching something for him to look forward to, because he essentially hasn't watched a live sporting event, you know, since the middle of March. So, you know, and give us basketball fans that again, had to sacrifice this year with no March madness, you know, we are dying for NBA basketball. And if And, you know, if the world was normal right now, we'd be getting what we'd be wrapping up the conference finals and game one, the NBA finals would be, would be later this week on, uh, on Thursday, the 28th. If, you know, if the, if the normal schedule, I could go back and check and see if, you know, see if I'm right on that, but, um, but, um, you know, game one in the NBA finals, I would imagine would 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 have been Thursday the 28th and we'd be wrapping up the uh, the conference finals on Memorial Day weekend. But I think the NBA should finish their season, finish what they started their two thirds through the season. Hold your breath, hold your nose, hit your knees and pray to God that you'll be able to to wrap up your regular season, you know, in time for before this uh, predicted second wave comes about. You know, find, you know, get it, you know, find somewhere in Disney at the world, at the Wide World Sports Complex, or Orlando in Disney World, Vegas. I don't care where you got to do it. But, you know, hold your breath, hold your nose and cross your fingers and pray to the good Lord that you'll. Basically, can wrap up your regular season for what's left of it. You know, play about a, a two week regular season, and then play the playoffs. You know, the you know, and 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 and, and truncate your playoffs if they're too long to begin with anyway. Truncate your playoffs so you know you're playing best of three, best of five, first few rounds, and then so you have your conference finals and your NBA finals. You know, best of seven, wrap up your season by Labor Day. And, you know and pray to god that the uh, the second wave of the virus hasn't you know isn't here yet and uh, and and hold your breath you know, to see if you can start your 2020 2021 season with fans whether it be in december on christmas day or or um, or God's bid you know after january 1st of 2021 and if you're the NHL the same you know the same thing go, go, goes for them. Finish out your season, wrap up your season, be smart, be healthy and uh and hope and hope and pray that you can have a regular season with a regular regular season with fans for the twenty 2020, twenty 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 one season as far as major league baseball is concerned, last point then we'll get a break um major league baseball again, the players and the owners are still bickering back and forth over money and revenue split. Manfred is out to lunch. Um. So who knows with the base? I major league base, in my honest opinion, and this is what I feel about them bickering aside. In my honest opinion, major league baseball should not have a 2020 season just because of the fact that no one is going see uh, because unlike the NBA and the NHL, they've played the majority of their season. You know, if the if the Lakers end up winning a championship. You know, no one, no one will look at that with an asterisk next to it because because the Lakers, you know, proved back in, you know, proved on that Sunday. I can look it up. Proved on that Sunday, uh, which would be, I believe, March the eighth. Yeah, March the eighth, when they play, when they beat the Clippers. In the Staples Center, you know, they they looked like that. They were that they were at least at the minimum a, a a favorite in the West to go to the NBA Finals, you know. So if they beat the Bucks, you know, in five games in an NBA Finals, you know you know, in the middle of Orlando in uh in late August, early September, people will people will take that, you know, they'll take it seriously and they won't you know, in twenty years down the road they won't look at it with a little asterisk next to it because because we all knew that we all knew back in February that the Bucks, the Lakers and Clippers, if you want to use them as an example, were one of the top teams and best teams in the NBA playoffs long before the virus shut everything down. Rather in baseball, you know you could end up with a you know just throwing this out that you can have a white sox Diamondback World Series because the White sox and the Diamondbacks could play you know if they have an eighty something regular season they could play what so you have july august september you know they they the the Diamondbacks or the white sox could ha- could win about seventy five percent of their schedule which is two months which you know which in a regular which in a regular MLB season is what 2 out of 6 and you play 6 months of a whole baseball season you know it doesn't matter how well a team plays on May the 15th which is which is roughly two months into the season and you know in under regular circumstances, where two months into the season is, is you know, it's more it's it's more than half of the season's already gone. That's two thirds of it, and they could already prove to be the better team. Well, meanwhile, a team like the Yankees, who are looking in you know, who the pressure's on them for them to win a championship, struggle to get out the gate and you know, under regular circumstances you wouldn't necessarily panic. If the team, if the team was like, if if the team, you know, played thirty something games and was five games under five hundred in the middle of May, you wouldn't panic. But if you're playing in a in a truncated eighty something game regular season when you're playing three when you're playing three and a half months. That that teams teams like the Yankees who have championship aspirations or the Los Angeles Dodgers Dodgers who spent a fortune in the offseason getting bets over there and everything else they they can't afford to basically have a, a rough month and a half two months because it could cost cost them their their season with uh, with you know with getting into the postseason and their chances of uh, of participating and or winning a uh, championship. But I just think baseball should just scrap the whole season all, all together. Whoever wins, whether it's the Astros again, God forbid, or anybody else, they won't look at it, you know. Will 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 the Dodgers fan feel fully satisfied if they win a championship this year? with it being that with if they won it this year being their first championship since nineteen eighty eight. Would 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 the Dodger fan that's been a Dodger fan for over thirty, 30 years with Vince going on the and everything else, or just the, or or just a Dodger fan that has a little bit that has like a sense of a historical significance sense of the of the of the franchise's past successes and all those things, would a Dodger fan still take that championship seriously when comparing it to nineteen eighty eight? You know, when you don't have to play the six month, hundred and sixty two game season with home field advantage, fans in the stands, and, and, and you know, and all with all the regular quote unquote normal circumstances that you would if you were to play a, a regular, uh regulars uh baseball season. I, I I don't I don't think I would me personally. Right? and then and then it'd always be like the lying joke, the first team in MLB in MLB history to win sixty plus games and be a and be a world cha- and be a World Series champion, you know, because typically in a regular one hundred and sixty two game season, you lose sixty something, you win sixty something games, you know, you be, you you know you have a ninety something to maybe a hundred something losses sitting on the other side. So and, and the World Series champion, even if even if it is a serious contender like the Dodgers or the Yankees, you know, if you're a team that hasn't won in a long time, what are the chances that that fan base or anyone else in the sport will take that championship seriously because you played a truncated season? And you know, and my opinion, anything less than a hundred, hundred and fifty, hundred and thirty some odd games, I say, you know what? We've had a bad season. We've been given a bad break. We've been given a bad rap with with the pandemic and all those sorts of things. It's unfair, but stuff like this happens. We're gonna have to bite the bullet, cancel the season, and uh, and cr- and keep our fingers crossed f- that we'll have fans in the stands and things will be back to normal come spring of 2021. That's what I would do, especially when the players and the owners are still bickering and moaning, groaning back and forth over over uh, revenue sp- uh, over split revenue and revenue sharing and money. When there's millions upon millions of Americans unemployed and the death toll in America for this virus is over 100,000 100, people. So I, I, would, I would cancel the baseball season, to be quite honest with you. I'd cancel it. NBA, NHL, finish what you started. Keep your fingers crossed and hit your knees every night. Pray to God that the second wave doesn't basically interfere with you resuming play. You know, players practice players, person, team personnel practice safe hygiene, so you're not, you know, so you don't get infected by the coronavirus. But if I'm Major League Baseball, I'm I'm pulling the plug on the on the 2020 season because, in hindsight, especially with all the stuff that's been going on between the the uh, the players' union and Manfred and the owners, I just don't think playing a 2020 season is worth it. Not to mention, not to mention, you're gonna carry. Not to mention, you're gonna carry more than twenty five guys because it's not an official major league roster because the virus came and shut down sports prior prior to the official twenty five man MLB roster was made. You know, you're not going to minor, you're not gonna have You're not gonna have minor league teams, Triple A, Double A, Single A. You're basically going to be carrying a, a taxi squad or or some sort of a truncated spring training squad from the guys that, that made the last cut in whatever it might have been back in early March. So you'll be carrying more guys on your roster than you would essentially on the NBA, which is like 12, 15 players, a couple of coaches, and, and, a, tra- and, a, uh, and a training staff. So it's just gonna be less people granny gonna be on top of each other, sweating all over each other so but uh, hey, if they've done it in soccer so far and they've had no issues with it what what I mean this is the United States of America right for crying out loud i mean can we i mean we uh, we love bragging about how great of a country we are and how we're this and with that well let's well if 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 the Europeans can pull off you know playing soccer as usual with them being on top of each other, why can't we do the same for for the NBA and basketball and the NHL at least with the NBA, because you know out of all the of the three sports that's been in, that that are in season, or in baseball case would be in season, that have been affected by this virus, they have they have the less people. You know, five guys on the court. You got twelve, fifteen guys on a team. Baseball is going to have about thirty, thirty five, maybe even forty guys on the roster. Not to mention numerous amounts of coaches: bullpen coach, pitching coach, hitting coach. Fielding, you know, infield coach, or which would be you know the third base coach, outfield coach, which is also the first base coach, the bench coach, the manager, you know, assistant GM to to, uh, to call the shots down to the, to call the shots down to the manager to fiddle with the bullpen. It's a, it's a mess. But I think major baseball should pull should pull the plug on the twenty twenty season. NBA, NHL, hold your breath and get back onto the court, get back onto the ice, and wrap up your season. And pray to God that one more time that the that the second wave doesn't affect your revival of your not revival, but the resumption of your of your current season. And doesn't hold up uh, your 2020 2021 season when it comes time for that, um, whether it be later this fall or late or uh, this upcoming winter. Take a break. My little brother Ian will join us. Talk Seahawks. Brady and Gronk, The Last Dance, and more with him. Back after this. 21st so uh, you know born in 1972 so he would have been would have been his 48th if my math is correct it would have been his 48th birthday on the 21st and we pay tribute to the great notorious big by bumping one of his best songs and hit ties welcome back to me tell like a TIS podcast and join me now and beg me non-stop essentially, since the year began wanted to be on the podcast i've had basically everybody and their mother but he but this guy on. Um, he's my brother. That been, he's you know, I've seen his face non stop for the past 10 11 weeks, whatever it might be. My brother, Ian Shields, the floor is yours. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I've asked, you know, that this has become very mundane with every person I've had on the program. But you know, but you're not. But you are no exception to this question. Um, Give me your thoughts on basically the coronavirus and put and putting sports and essentially life on hold. Give us your thoughts on you know. How's online schooling going? And you can just give me your thoughts on on the coronavirus pandemic as a whole.
1: Well, I know the coronavirus is like stopped everybody from like doing whatever is normal and. Whatever they want to do, what they like to do. I mean, right now, I wish I could be. Um... I mean, we would have just finished up a party like just now if the coronavirus didn't happen. But,
0: yeah, and we had for those of y'all who don't understand, my family has an annual uh, Memorial Day cookout with uh, with, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles from my mother's side of the family. So and this is like the first year and like however many years we've done this, that we haven't had that uh, cookout on that Sunday before Memorial Day, um. So that's what. So that's what. Uh, so that's what he's pointing to. And you may continue.
1: But I feel like this is for a reason. I mean, I know me myself. Um, during the coronavirus, I've just been working on. My craft basically for baseball, football, and really lifting more than, lifting and putting in work more than, um, than it usually would be if I wasn't going to school. So, frankly, I hate the coronavirus, but this right now, I mean, I kind of appreciate it right now, but it's just people not washing their hands, people not listening to orders. I think that they don't even apply to, apply to themselves when you you can have, be you're affecting everybody and you could you're really killing everybody if you don't be cautious about everybody else around you and not worry about yourself and just not being selfish um uh, online schooling that's that's been okay um I mean it's just tough waking up in the morning and knowing that you could be right back to sleep and you can just slap all day but you know you gotta do your work and do what you know that you need to do, because we're all preparing for the long term and not for the short term, so, I mean, coronavirus has been, um, it took a number on what we would be doing and um, what we would like to do, but, I mean, it's here, what are we going to do about it, just make the situation the best that you can.
0: Yep, I mean you got you got make the best of, uh, of what's going on. Um, switching gears now to sports. Give me your thoughts on the NFL draft as far as it being like the first ever virtual draft where the players were from home. Goodell announcing the picks from his basement. Give me your thoughts on the on the NFL draft, and then we'll get to the Seahawks and their picks. Did Did you like the virtual draft? Would you like if would you like it if they if they did it again? You know, by choice, not necessarily if push came to show, if God forbid we had another pandemic in the near future. But, you know, if they decide, you know what, we'll have, we'll essentially, you know, we'll every, everything will be the same. Coaches, you know, the player, the team personnel will be at the team facilities, so they won't necessarily be at home, but the players will be at home, and Goodell will do the picks from the,
1: from the basement. Give me your thoughts on that. Would you like to see that again or no? Um, I mean, this year, it was different, but it, it wasn't too bad. I thought it would be a lot worse, but it wasn't too, too bad. But uh, to answer your question, I don't think they should, like, if by choice, they shouldn't continue to do this. I mean, when I mean, you think about it, like, after, like, as an NFL, well, right now it's an NFL player, if you're going to ask, go up to people like Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, big... Even people in the past, if you're going to tell them that walking across that stage and receiving the jersey wasn't one of the most important steps of changing from college football to pro football, I mean, that's just pretty big. It's like, it's kind of like graduation for you a little bit. I mean, it's kind of like it's there, but like it's a missing piece from that like, transition. From uh, college football all the way to NFL football. And it's, right. I mean, it's nothing like walking across the stage. I mean, I know some people are at home, but... I mean, it was different this year, but I think... By choice, I think they should continue how they how it used to be. And have them walk across the stage, put on their head, and receive the different good deal.
0: That, that's... that's Good, and I, I didn't. I didn't think about it as as like a form of it being like a college graduation. Okay. That's that's good. Good job, man. Good job. Um, your Seahawks drafted. Um, if uh, you would, I mean, this is your team. I got like nine million things on my mind. This is your team. Give me your thoughts with uh, with how you think the Seahawks drafted, selected, selecting that linebacker out of
1: Texas Tech. Give me your thoughts. I mean. Um I mean, you know, uh, Jordan Brooks. Um, he he was good, but I feel like us as a whole, as like being the Seattle Seahawks and needing to um make that playoff push, make the Super Bowl push. push um, I feel like that we should draft the secondary, and that and that's what that's what's uh that's what we've been missing this um defensive pass rushers and uh, secondary. That's what we have been uh, missing ever since. Legion of Boom has been gone. Um, I just feel like that we should have drafted more on the secondary. I mean, drafting linebacker is good because Bobby is going to be there. KJ is not going to be there. You know, I know we got Bruce Irvin, but he's not going to be there forever. So, I mean, it was it was a good pick, but I feel like we should have on defensive. We should have picked a person from the secondary. I mean... For offense, offense is mainly we need to work on the offensive line. Is where I think our problem is. We have good tight ends. We have one, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. I mean, we just signed Carlos. We just picked up Carlos Hyde, um, the running back. Wide um, receivers is good. We got we got great young talent and DK Metcalf. Uh, David Moore, Tyler Lockett, and uh, I think we drafted. Uh, we, uh, we might have drafted another wide receiver, but defensively, drafted a tight end. Oh, oh yeah. Defensively, we should have drafted the second. Col-
0: Colby Parkinson out of Stanford with your fourth round pick. He probably wasn't
1: going to start anyway. But uh, I mean, we got Greg Olson, Will Disley. Disley was big last year, even though he got hurt. Then we got Hollister on the bench, so. I don't know, but I just feel like um, we should have got somebody from secondary. It's my uh, main issue. Um. So
0: speaking of one, speaking of the Seahawks, one of your uh, one of your players that you basically got stolen from the from the Houston Texans that was supposed to that was supposed to be a uh, big contributor to you guys last season. Um, is uh J Davion Clowney who essentially you know, who was hurt the majority of the season in twenty nineteen is still a free agent. Give me your thoughts on uh, on Clowney.
1: Um I just, I mean he said he wants to he said he loves Seattle and he wants to play for playoff team contender and I don't see the uh Giants, I don't see the Colts, I don't see there was, there was one other team that I don't I can see Clowney with. Clowney it's just it's gonna take a while, but he's coming back to Seattle. I mean, honestly, when you think about it this year, he really didn't have a great year.
0: He didn't cuz Cause, cuz cause he, he was hurt all the time. But go ahead. I mean
1: no he 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 missed 3 games, but even when even when he was not in the game, it was uh even when he was in the game, he was just he 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 really wasn't there. I mean he made a couple run stops, but that offensive that pressure that they had, I just didn't I didn't see it like like I saw it in uh, Houston. I mean if we go back to Houston, uh, how many he's he had uh, he had he and his first year in Houston he had seven sacks. Second year he second year in Houston he had twelve. Third year in Houston he had eight, and then when he came back to us he had what like three. But uh, the match four seasons, he's he's oh he's been injured and he hasn't been really healthy. So I feel like if he was gonna if he played like a um, like an Aaron Donald like that, he was consistent all the time. Dude, we probably we probably wouldn't sign him, but n- no team is really going after him right now. Is because he's kind of inconsistent. He he he's he's there on the field but everybody else around him making plays but he's like where is he then next play you look at him he's he's still on the left tackle he's not getting by him so i mean i i would love to have Ronnie back but if he doesn't come back um i wouldn't I would, I would i would be upset but i wouldn't i really wouldn't be that upset you know um he was a big deal he was a deal in our defense, but he didn't do too much uh last year. This past year, so I mean I hope he comes back but in my opinion he's not get. he's not gonna get too many deals because he's so inconsistent and he he's injury all he's injured all the time, so that's just my this is my deal
0: Brady and Gronk reunited in Tampa give me your thoughts on
1: that uh, uh, I don't know, I, I, people are hyping it up like they're about to be the next Patriots but y'all need to uh, slow down um, Gronk has been out of the league for what? A year, oh, yeah. a year. He's you know, been out for a year. Uh, Brady didn't play his best football last year. Don't I don't want to hear the receiver garbage. He didn't play his best last year. Uh, his last moment of a Patriot was was a pick six. Was a pick six. <laughs> so remember that. Uh, Tampa Bay defense. Uh, <coughs> I mean, Tampa Bay's got good defense. I mean,
0: keep in mind what they had. Jameis Winston went seven and went seven. Had Jameis Winston that threw thirty interceptions and went seven to nine The defense isn't
1: terrible. To be fair, it's not terrible. The pass rushes are good. Secondary, no. Secondary, secondary. Uh, it doesn't. Um, I'm not sold on that. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I feel like they'll be good, but do I think they'll be first place good? Uh, no, the Saints are winning the NFC, NFC South. I agree with them. Um, Gronk and um, if you're trying to tell me Gronk and Brady is better than Breeze and Thomas, that duo, uh, you're sadly mistaken. And Mike Mike Evans is he's a beast, but uh, I don't think that's um. I don't think that's Brady's type of play style. I mean, I think he likes those little kind of short receivers like Julian Edelman go under the middle, little dump offs, and he can, they can make big plays. I don't think he's an over the top guy like a Joe Flacco.
0: We, well, right because Brady obviously he he never has had that much. Uh, he's never been a quarterback that's had like that great of an arm as far as arm strength or throwing deep is concerned. But, I mean, even, but you make a good point, he's gotten up in age that arm strength is no longer there. I mean, he's got, I mean, if he's got Gronk there to go over the middle and then, you know, when he needs to go over the top to Mike Evans. that that That's a pretty, that's a pretty, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want necessarily game plan up against the greatest quarterback of all time. Gronk, who might still have plenty left in the tank, at least for one or two more years, and then one of the top five wide receivers in all of football, and Mike Evans, who had a hell of, a, who who's a pretty good receiver.
1: I just don't think Evans and Brady. I mean, since it is quarantine right now, is a perfect time that they could be clicking right now, getting on the same zone. But I feel like this, quarantine, and um, I just don't think Brady and uh, Evans are gonna click. For the first couple of years, and I think it's gonna take some time. You said Brady and Elmer? No, Brady and Evans. I said Evans. Yeah, you said I, Elmer. I, I meant yeah. Evans. But, um, I mean, Evans, Evans is a great wide receiver. I wish I had him. I wish he was in Seattle if I could, but I just don't think Brady doesn't have that arm strength like he did. He doesn't have the Joe Flacco. Kind of arm strength. He definitely doesn't have the Aaron Rodgers. Can we can we pick
0: can we pick a current quarterback that's good like Patrick Mahomes' arm strength instead of Joe Flacco one year deal with the Jets? (laughs) I,
1: I said, I also said Rodgers too, but I just think Brady, Brady's getting up there in age. He doesn't have it like he used to. I think get a couple of years, he's out the NFL do you think do you think when it's all do you
0: think we'll have an n f l and a college football season this year with the with the pandemic and the potential second wave that that's been
1: swirling around i want them to but i think it's a toss up i mean i if n b a opens up then n f l is definitely opening up will it be fans i have no clue um but but we have one. It's a possibility, but I'll, I'm not for sure on that.
0: Do you speaking of the NBA? Do you think the NBA should resume and finish their season?
1: No. Why not? Every other sport, baseball. The you know and not every basketball is the only is one one of the sports where you, everybody's touching the same ball. No, no gloves to protect them. No towel to like. No, nothing. So, just you. Everybody's passing the ball. Everybody's hands is touching everything. And basketball was honestly the first sport to get shut down.
0: Right. Because of corona. Because right.
1: Rudy, Rudy... Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rudy Gobert um, decided to get Donovan Mitchell coronavirus. So, I think... Honestly, I think they shouldn't have an NBA season. They shouldn't finish it out. Um, I mean... I thought I think I think and I know the Lakers would have won this year, which they will probably do next year. But they shouldn't. They just, just uh, cut it to this year just to be safe. That's just my.
0: What opinion. do you What do you think about? Uh, do you think baseball should
1: have a season this year? Mm, no, I feel like every sport. I mean, may I? We all may not want it. This to happen but i'm trying to I'm trying to have sports for the long term I'm not trying to have everybody sick so i th- i think um I think every sport should start i think everything later on yeah. the year should start gradually um open up but well, yeah. throughout what year twenty twenty or twenty twenty one like late twenty twenty early twenty twenty one so
0: like by the holiday
1: season right yeah Or what the NBA could do, which I think may be fair, is just don't next NBA season don't do it, but just resume where you were last year, like resume from like uh what February, resume from February. It was middle of March. Oh, middle. Sorry, middle of March. Just resume from there and just go right into playoff time.
0: So- so you want them to basically well they can they can't do that because then they will compromise seasons down the road, so like if they if then I'd back out on the court by July they're going to scrap the whole thing they can't they can't put it off to the winter time and you know and things settle down and then and then they'll have a season because they 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 can't they can't they can't have a season that essentially lasts. A whole twelve month, uh, a whole twelve month period. They, cause, then, cause if they do that, they'll throw their seasons down the down the road off. They'll 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 throw those seasons off off the tracks. So I I understand what you're saying, but I they 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 can't they can't afford to do that. If they if they're not back out on the court by August, they'll they'll pull the plug on the season for sure. I'm um, speaking of the NBA. This is the first Sunday night without the last dance. Uh, that 10 part documentary series on uh, produced by the people at ESPN Netflix and NBA Entertainment on Michael Jordan's career in the 1997-1998 Last Dance Chicago Bulls um, give me your thoughts on the documentary, what you think about it what were some of your favorite moments, what were your takeaways let me hear Um, I,
1: okay. love, I love the documentary by one I think it's what everybody needed just for once being in quarantine, nothing to watch, I feel like that just, uh, I mean, they, they made a lot of money on that because I know everybody was watching that. And uh it mean it was good. Uh probably my favorite part was when Michael Jordan kinda broke down in tears and kinda explained why he wouldn't ask he wouldn't ask one of his teammates to do something that he wouldn't do. And I feel like that that moment and like what he what he said the the um uh, difference, difference between LeBron and Mike Mike just surpassed LeBron by like fifty percent because of that because I feel like LeBron I feel like he's lacking that toughness on his teammates like that he um he he rather catch an attitude than um than actually kind of be like Jordan just I mean if it takes him to yell and scream at you to make you better that's what it takes but and at the end of the day, everybody on that team's reaching the same goal, which is to lift that um, Larry O'Brien trophy, trophy there uh, you go. together. Um, I mean, I mean, I loved it, but when what Jordan said during that moment, uh that that I think that's what everybody needed to hear, and I feel like that LeBron and uh, MJ controversy, I feel like LeBron just. Didn't stand a chance with MJ because I just feel like LeBron was lacking that leadership, and because he was lacking that leadership, that's why he only has three championships out of what nine, eight or nine. NBA. He's
0: three and six in NBA finals. Oh. Yeah. So. What? Do you, uh, give me your thoughts. Did you like learn about his him as a person, his career, the, the him signing with Nike, the relationship with his father, his father's murder, the gambling. The, uh, the, the food
1: poisoning game? Uh, I didn't know, I, most of the stuff of that documentary, I did not know, so, learning about that right then and there, learning about it in that documentary was, I, I liked that, and I like how it just didn't stay focused on, Mike. it's focused on Scotty, Steve, and, um. What's Dennis, Rodman. Yeah, Dennis
0: Rodman. Dennis <laughs> Rodman. Give me, give, give me, give me your thoughts on Dennis Rodman. Um. You, when you said his name, you rolled your eyes.
1: Give me, give me your thoughts on Dennis Rodman. I kind of take that back because when you think about it, I mean, this, this first thing that he said, the reason why he is like that is because for one, he, his, his mother, his his mother, mother kicked, kicked him kicked out him off the house, so he he didn't have family members to teach him what's right and wrong. So he had basically had to learn from the street uh, and what's right and wrong. And he, he didn't have anybody who loved him or cared about him. And that later went on to, later he said that when he sang out with his so-called friends, he knew they weren't his friends. He just liked the feeling of it. and oh, no, Of no, them being accepted, yeah. Of him being accepted because no one's really loved him or really yeah. Took interest in him like that, so I I just feel like um, Wait, the reason that's probably part of the reason why he would like that. Give
0: me give me your thoughts on uh, on 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 the Vegas trip.
1: On the Vegas trip, uh, I think he went a little overboard over there. I th- I feel like a Rod needs their uh, time off, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna ask me, if fifty percent of the NBA players would could, Put then put them themselves in the same situation. They do the same thing. The next day, would they be able to practice or play like that? Answer one hundred percent. One hundred percent of the time is no. They wouldn't be able to do that. And the fact that I would, like I'll be lenient on that if I was if I was uh what's Phil Jackson Phil Jackson I I of of agree with him on that, but he didn't have a big problem because he he was gone. From, how how many hours? About eighty six hours. Eighty six hours. Next day he practices and plays like he like he never skipped a beat, and the fact is is that the way he studies the game even, uh, even when when he was back at practice, it was unbelievable. How he grabbed rebounds like that out like um, he practiced grabbing rebounds like that. Like he would have people just randomly miss shots so he can, uh, angle up and uh, get a right position on what. Where and how to grab the
0: rebound. I mean, Let, last thing on Rodman, and then we'll go on to Pippen and Rhinsdorf. From that, I need you to help me end the controversy here, okay? Our uncle, okay, yeah, and Coach Irvin, your football coach, my football coach, my buddy that Arpa from Kelly High School, he swears up and down that. Carmen Electra, who was Dennis Rodman's girlfriend at the time of that Last the ninety eighth season, looks better now at 48 with blonde hair and, you know, the whole wrinkled and the whole... They claim that she looks better now at 48 than she did back in the late 90s in her heyday. I say that they don't know what the heck they're talking about, that they're smoking something, that she... 48 going on 68 is the famous line I've been using for the past whatever it might be. You obviously familiar with Carmen Electra's work, seeing her in the movie Good Burger, and that came out in 1997 <laughs> with Keenan Thompson and, um, what was the other guy's name? Cal Mitchell. A- answer the question look better then, now. Help help me end this debate. Um, F- 15 years old, you're into the birds and the bees. 15 the sixteen, my apologies. Uh, get and uh end this controversy for
1: me please. Actually I might have to agree with my uncle and Coach Ireton. She looks she looks better now than she did before. Um yeah she she looks better now than that she did before. Um, you guys are smoking something. Smoking something. What okay, are you talking you guys about? Just, you, yes, guy, smoking
0: you, you guys are smoking something. Look and, at... You pick. That's such a bad picture for you to... That, that's not even... Uh, let's move on. That's... That, the, the, I mean, the way she... Don't give me the Google. Give me that... No. Give me what... The, the Last Dance. 48 going on 60. You cannot sit up here and tell me... No, uh, let's move on. Ron, okay, who do you blame? Who do you blame? I think all three of you all are nuts, but that's not here nor there. Who do you who do you all blame for breaking up the team? You blame Krause. You blame Reinsdorf. You blame Phil Jackson. Who do you think Who do you think is to blame for why uh, the Bulls did not return for the ninety
1: ninety eight ninety nine season? Um. Uh, I mean, I know Skip Bayless. I've been watching Undisputed. He, Skip thinks um, Phil Jackson uh, broke up the team. I, uh,
0: F- I Phil to in defense of Skip before you respond. Skip didn't not Skip, but Phil did make it clear that he wanted a break. And it was you know it was Ryan's it was. But
1: not even your lady went to go coach uh, Shaq and uh, Kobe. Mean? So I mean. What do you think? What I think, I think it was partially Krause's fault because when b- before before Phil before the last dance, before the last dance, term that Phil made, I feel like Jerry kind of he was he was chipping away at the team, talking about bringing in these other guys and kind of um, kind of doing something to Scotty and uh, Michael and the old team. How uh, how they kind of view themselves and in- as together and the fact that how Pippen and Mike reacted, I don't blame them. I I would, I mean they said they had nothing against Kukoc Kukoc. Um, Kukoc, you had yeah, it right Ku-co's. the first time. Um, uh, but I mean, I wouldn't blame. Them. Uh, I mean, he he's always looking for somebody else instead of being satisfied of what he has and. He he forgets who the who, he forgets who the people who brought him that uh the the tro the those trophies and I championships. I agree. Like Mike said that he said he Mike said um he's going out looking uh for uh new children when his other when his first children brought him the gifts that he has now. Which which I don't which I don't I don't get. I mean I feel like Krauss did. Most of the damage, and he kind of put. What the, about kinda, the what about the owner? Uh, I mean, he he had he had a part in it, too. I mean, I feel like he could have, as the owner, he could have, he 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 knew what he had, and I feel like he should have stepped in, uh, and draw the line with Krause and said they said hey, what we what we have going on now, um. That's that's not a lot of teams can have that. And the fact you have Michael Jordan, Scotty, and Dennis like that. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I feel like like in the documentary they said. I feel like Scotty, Mike said everybody would probably be back on a one year deal, but I feel like it probably wouldn't have been the same because Scotty probably wouldn't have been there. Is a possibility, but they they probably would have to offer him a lot for him to stay. I mean, he he really didn't even want to play that year. I mean, it's just that I feel like Mike had an influence on him. Speaking speaking of Scotty, give me
0: give me your thoughts on on his, on how he was portrayed in the documentary and his career and, th- and things of that nature.
1: I love Scotty. Um, he's very very mellow. Uh, how, he t- how he talks about the story About him being I think one, Coming out of uh, high school Right? Yeah, yeah And then he grows like 5, 6 more inches And I knew that before And i am be 2K20 But Right, you know, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. <sighs> Focusing on Sky And how he was raised And How he grew up um, I mean, I like that I kind of wish they would have Focus a little, little more on Scotty. They went to Scotty and kind of fell away from him. I feel like they didn't, just didn't, like, you know, kind of finish the full story with him. And um, and when they talk about that contract um, that he had uh, about, t- what was it, seven years? It was years, like seven years.
0: Seven years, th- eight. Seven years. I can't, I got to pull it up. It was seven years, um... Seven years, maybe 13 million or something like that. I thought it was. It. Let me see. Um, see, so yeah, because I want to make sure I get this right. Um, let's see here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, because he, he had more years than he was getting paid money for. Um, let's see if I can look this up. Um, cause it's a you know Pippin basically. We spent like, uh, forty minutes on it. Um, se seventeen seven years, eighteen million. That's what it was. Seventeen seven years, eighteen million dollars. Yeah, cause it, cause we spent like forty five minutes, nearly a whole episode focused on, on that contract that Reinsdorf, to his credit, and I mentioned this episodes back. Reinsdorf, to his credit, said, Scotty, this is not in your best interest for you to sign this contract. And because Scotty was so desperate to take care of. You know, the thirteen people down in Arkansas that he had no choice but to sign it. But he shot himself in the foot because he put himself in a situation where he really couldn't renegotiate his contract and he had deserved a deal, which is where Kry which is where I was about to combine Krauss and Reinsdorf's name in the two. But but that's where Krauss and Reinsdorf takes the heat because it shouldn't have to take Sky to basically to protest in order for him to get a new contract and to get a pay raise because of how well he was playing in the league at the the time they should have said, Hey, this guy's been busting his high points. We gotta renegotiate this deal for him. But go ahead.
1: I mean, like like you said, um like you said, uh in the documentary they talked about how Scotty was like top five and everything in the NBA, um on the team. I think he was like third in points on the team, but he was like ranked a hundred and twelfth with um he was like ranked
0: hundred and twelfth in the league as far as pay, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I feel like I feel like they should have gave Scotty more. Um I just I just think that um Scotty deserved Scotty deserved a little bit he Scotty deserved a lot more. I mean, I feel like if Scotty wasn't there for Mike, I feel like Mike would have a couple championships. I don't think he would have that many like that. I mean when you look at um, how Mike and Robman kind of played without Scotty, I mean, they struggled. They struggled. They, they struggled because Scotty was the glue that held the team together. Yeah. Scotty was a big part in the uh, 90s Bulls that Mike needed. And I feel like every big NBA dynasty, if, if what they want to be, they need. Superstar, and I need someone a second superstar, but not as good as the first superstar. But someone you can lean on, cause if if Mike just sat down on the floor, balls always going to Mike, and Mike is kind of, I got four shots, which means they're not gonna make all of them, which means, they get a chance to get more rebounds, and Scotty, done like they're showing highlights. Mike would jump up the court, just Scotty. Scotty would pass it back to Mike. Mike would either dunk it or lay it up. Hit a three, but they had that kind of ball security, ball movement movement between them. And when Scotty wasn't on the floor, and then um, they needed each other. And just like how Mike left the league, um, Scotty needed Mike. I mean, they both needed each other, and I feel like... Scotty shouldn't have gotten paid as much as Jordan, but Scotty should have at least paid half of what Jordan paid, cause Scotty needed it. and Scotty deserved it, but would I blame him on checking the contract that he had? No. I mean, there's, there's some, he's wrong in that certain, in that point, but I feel like, having like thirteen, what you said, thirteen siblings.
0: He had like 12 people, you know, living
1: within the house. that's a that's a lot of people and you know Dirt you, poor. you you always want to when, when when everybody who is famous, every like uh, athlete who is famous, they always get back to first of all their family, second of all to the community. I feel like Scotty, Scotty needed to give back to his parents cuz his parents didn't have um didn't have uh didn't have what they uh, wanted. And I feel like um, Scotty... I mean, I can see why he accepted that contract. But would I do it? Probably not. But... it's That's just Scotty. Mm-hmm.
0: Good stuff, Ian. You did good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, I want to... Uh, so, I mean, with this last dance, I mean, it's just... Who where who knows where we go from here? But he did a good job. Thank thank you, pal. Um, so that does it for us. Andy did a fantastic job. Did a fantastic job. Want to thank you, the listener out there, for listening. You've been listening to another episode of Amatel TIS podcast. Please follow the show on Twitter at Amatel underscore it TIS. Follow yours truly on Twitter at the Jay Shield. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share it with your friends and family. Listen to it during Memorial Day weekend. Speaking of Memorial Day weekend, have a great one. Great rest of your Memorial Day weekend. Take care. Talk to you next weekend.